episode 170 everybody with jim hernser the pharmacist and expert on hormones he is the founder of las colinas pharmacy check him out we've linked him in the show notes most importantly talking about hormones hormone therapies uh, his compounding pharmacy their approach why a one-size-fits-all does not work this is fascinating stuff and check him out lascolinaspharmacy.com and now enjoy this truly informative episode with the one and only Jim Hernser. The Optimal Life. Okay, so we were saying before that uh, you, you founded this Las Colinas Pharmacy decades ago, back in the what mid-80s. So talk to us a little bit about what you guys do exactly and uh, what you find yourself now doing these days. What I really enjoy, um, we have seven pharmacists on staff here trying to give great care. And uh, and, and I think that's really the, the model for integrative medicine is, is giving personalized, customized care for each individual. And that's more fun than just one size fits all pharmaceutical care. And so we, we do compounding and, and a lot of our therapies are based at compounding. Um, it allows us to make an incredible array of just, let's just say for hormones. I mean, men's hormones, female hormones, we can do a, an incredible array of hormone uh, formulations for these people that work great, um, they're cost effective, and, uh, and they're probably safer uh, than some of the traditional hormone therapies out there it's nice to offer that kind of care yeah when you say compounding explain the process and exactly what you're talking about yeah let's just say that that uh, um, a doctor sees a, um, a lady and says okay we want to put you on some compounded hormones and we can uh, compound which means that we take um, active pharmaceutical ingredients were ba- basically the, the pure powders of those hormones. Um, we mix it into, let's say, a transdermal. We could put it on the skin, absorb through the skin into the bloodstream, and uh, bypass liver deactivation. That's a, a, a big advantage. It also increases uh, um, protection and decreases risks for that patient by just making that simple change of instead of an oral tablet of estrogen, we might give a, a transdermal estrogen. And we also might combine two estrogens that are the same exact hormones that that female makes. For instance, estriol and estradiol are the two most commonly used estrogens for women. And we will put those two together, and those two have great protection benefits, uh, protection against breast cancer and heart disease and dementia and osteoporosis. And, and so here we have the, a, a fantastic customized formula for that individual um, and for her needs as opposed to well you know there's one that's totally comes in one strength as a tablet here you go mm. you know so mm. yeah, I think patients like that kind of personalized care and and plus you know we we they, we, we have labs here that subscribe to the highest quality and most compounders are very ethical and which means that they care about the patients enough to spend a lot of money on quality for instance, the chemicals that I buy are more expensive um, than other pharmacies, than some unethical places might buy, but they work better. And I also know the quality behind those chemicals. And then the lab, we have equipment that is ex- extremely expensive. I mean, just the scales we weigh these powders on are $5,000 a piece just for the scale, just to weigh the powder. So, you know, there's a lot of uh, expertise involved in that. Uh, putting these together, having the right facility, the right formulas, um, understanding how to help doctors 
and uh, and so we we specialize in in uh, providing those customized therapies. Fascinating stuff. So let's go through it. You said you mentioned mm-hmm. something at the beginning there that you said that you're actually taking a, a human being's hormones, if I understand mm-hmm. you correctly, and you're pulling or extracting powders from the hormones themselves. Is that correct? Well, uh, what what the term is 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 biologically identical hormones, which means they're exactly the same hormones that humans have made their whole lives. And uh, so, for instance, the the most popular estrogen for women all these years has been pregnant mare's urine, primarin, which was uh, the urine from pregnant mare, and they dried it, put it in tablets, and that was what women took for estrogen therapy. Well, we can make um, estrogen therapy for women using female hormones. However, they're not derived from humans. We usually get them from yams, and uh, and then it, in the lab, it's made into, in an in a FDA-approved facility, it's made into these bioidentical hormones, and we then buy that pure powder from these FDA-approved labs, and then we combine those into custom formulas. Wow. You're getting them from yams. Uh, believe it or not, because nobody cares if we if we uh, kill a yam or if we kill a soybean to make these hormones. <laughs> but you know, the, the human body is like that. If you want to think about the human body as a hormone factory, the human body takes um, cholesterol, which is uh, kind of like the formula from the yams. They takes cholesterol and forms that cholesterol into or synthesizes it into the hormones. So human body is basically a hormone factory for estrogen and progesterone and testosterone and DHEA, you know, all these hormones you hear about. And so our body is, is this synthetic factory. And so it's, it's not unheard of to, to think that well, an FDA approved facility can make those same hormones from a cholesterol like molecule, like we get from yams. Where's the epicenter of the hormone in the body? Where are the hormones being originating from are they from coming from all areas is it the thyroid what where are they being driven from well there's all kinds of different hormones like for instance thyroid hormones come from the thyroid Uh, thyroid gland uh, takes iodine plus tyrosine which is amino acid and it it, uh, through a little enzyme reaction uh, comes up with with thyroid hormone t4 and uh, and then um, for hormones, testosterone, there are cells in the testes, the testicles that, that actually manufacture testosterone from precursors. Um, we also, um, males make some estrogen from in fat tissue. There's there's some, and then we also have adrenal glands. I mean, I know everybody says, oh, my adrenals are fatigued or my adrenals are dysfunctional or, or whatever, but, but the reality is, is that the adrenals are out there um, every day making cortisol, they're they're also making uh, DHEA. DHEA is then converted in the body into testosterone and estrone, um, androstenedione, dione, you know, some other hormones that people have heard about. So it's interesting how this body is is so complex. I mean, I just I just love <laughs> this the uh, the complexity because a lot of people try to simplify the human body and it is a, it is really complex and uh, and it's in fun to learn about it and learn how these hormones all are uh, balanced in the body and when they're out of balance people don't feel good they don't right. they don't age well they they are not feeling optimal but whenever these hormones are balanced then people feel optimal you know I mean that's that's what your shell's all about is optimal health right so uh, I'm just curious on this. Uh, 
the the hormones themselves. Let's just take mm -hmm. let's just take the two most common, or at least what most people know, estrogen and testosterone. Okay. So when you're looking at the two, mm -hmm. are you able to look at it? Are, are you looking at it under a microscope, right? <laughs> I mean, what? How do you how do you look at how do you Go look ahead. at how do you look at the hormones? How do you how do you identify them? And, and if you're able to, what what kind of differences are you able to see? Um, if you, it's interesting. Here we have um, estradiol, which is the most powerful uh, estrogen, and we have testosterone, which is the male hormone. And of course, males have both estrogen and uh, testosterone, and females have both estrogen and testosterone. It's just that males have a whole lot more testosterone, and females have a whole lot more estrogen. And if you look at the structure, because here I am a chemist, you know, and when you look at the structure of testosterone and the structure of estradiol, um, the only difference in this entire big molecule is a hydrogen, which is, if you know anything about chemistry, that is the smallest increment that it could be different. And it's just one hydrogen is a difference between um, a woman having a, a figure that has, you know, breasts and, and a uterus and a man, you know, who has penis and testicles. I mean, it is amazing that hydrogen can make that big a difference. One hydrogen separates these two vastly <laughs> different species. But, Wow. But uh, honestly, Dan, I can't <laughs> see them under a microscope. I mean, I, I get certificates analysis from these FDA-approved manufacturers um, of the powder, and uh, and then that way I know I look over that certificate of of, uh, of of efficacy. I make sure that I know for sure that that, that drug is what it – or that hormone is what it says it is. Yeah, see, I was never great at chemistry, so some of the things I might ask you today, I could be – somewhat off so bear with me but uh but this is outside of my this is outside of my sweet spot the the science behind it is really what i'm fascinated by so uh -huh. when you talk about estrogen testosterone and some of these other hormones talk to us a little bit about let's start with when the body is not functioning optimally back uh -huh. to your point and the hormone levels are off talk to us about what kind of effects that has on the body when somebody doesn't have balanced levels? You know, in females, for instance, uh, when the hormones become imbalanced, they start having PMFs. They start having heavier periods. Um, and this is typically due to low progesterone. And uh, in other words, our body's just not making as much progesterone to balance with the effects of estrogen and testosterone that their body's making. And so they feel down, they feel mad, they feel angry, um, they're, they're not sleeping as well, they have more anxiety. And, and that PMS, you know, you don't want to be around them. And they tell, tell me, they say, Jim, you do not want to be around me when I have PMS. Right. <laughs> I'm kind of like a bartender for these gals. And, uh, and then postmenopausally, you see these Wait women a second, aging Jim, rapidly Jim, Jim, because they don't have any hormones. Can I interrupt you? Sure. You must be, some of your clients must be some of my uh, former girlfriends from high school. <laughs> but anyways, that's a whole separate podcast. That's a whole separate one. You know, um, but they could have, they probably could have said that. Well, you know, Jim has PMS too. Maybe I was Henri also. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. Good point. Anyways, sorry to just derail you there. Keep keep going. And and so uh, and these menopausal gals. I mean, we know that as soon as the hormones go south on them, when when they start losing their hormones, all of a sudden, within two years, they have a higher risk than men of heart attack. And stroke. I mean, they have a higher risk of breast cancer and autoimmune diseases and dementia, you know. And so these hormones are protective. Not to mention the fact that they, the hormones protect beauty. And uh, and and 
everybody wants to look as good as they can look. I mean, you know, that, that's that's common. It's not it's not ego or anything. They want to look nice, and uh, they don't want to age more rapidly than they have to. Nate, do you do you want to get old before you have to? I mean, no, absolutely not. It's one of my I, biggest fears. I, honestly, yeah, yeah. I, I honestly. Um, no, I'm not going to live to be a million, but I want to have good quality of life until I go. And uh, and these hormones are one of the bang for the buck, really important things to help you have good quality of life as you age, and also to look better and feel better. Now, in men, um, it's interesting when testosterone starts dropping, we start losing muscle, we start losing our ability to focus and concentrate and and uh, solve problems. Um, we lose obviously boom boom in the bedroom. You know, we, we can't get ED. Is is uh, there's blue blue pills out there for that? People are making a lot of money off those. Right. And uh, and if we get the hormones right, you know, typically men are not going to have that that aging, that, that loss of muscle, the loss of brain power. Um, there are we're not going to have. Matter of fact, we're not going to have as much uh, even diabetes. I mean, it's amazing that men with good testosterone live longer with better quality of life. They're less prone to dying. Yes, they are. Uh, your take on TRT while we're on that subject? Mm-hmm. What it was obviously? It sounds like this is something that you advocate. Uh, yes, absolutely, um, and not for someone who has good testosterone levels. You don't want to just take it way high. I mean, they call it super physiologic when, when you take it higher than what nature intends. Like, let's just say, let's just give numbers to those to it. Let's just say a man, um, when you're 18 to 20, you have a testosterone of 900, okay? And when you go through andropause, you might have a testosterone of 200. And, uh, and as you approach andropause, you might have a testosterone of 400. And, and at 65, um, I have a, a natural testosterone of, of 350 to 400, which is not optimal. I would rather be 850, 900. And so anyway, I, I, I supplement my testosterone. And you know what studies say, Nate? Um, studies say that, that men with good testosterone have less risk of heart attack and stroke and they have less risk of prostate cancer. And if they do get prostate cancer, then good strong testosterone levels slow the progression of the cancer. Wow. Um, and that was a, that was shocking to urologists when they discovered that because they thought, oh, you just that testosterone is just like throwing gasoline on the fire for prostate cancer. And it turns out that men with good testosterone levels have lower risk, not higher risk. You know, I'll tell you an interest, an inspiring stories for me are um, I developed protocols for traumatic brain injuries and PTSD uh, for soldiers, and uh, I I, uh, I don't know why. Um, well, I can tell you it was it was a personal experience in my family. A uh, family member got a concussion, and next thing I know, the family member had uh, PTSD from that concussion, which is a traumatic brain injury, mm-hmm. and so. Uh, I thought, well, I don't know anything about that. And so I started learning about it and I just started applying myself. Um, and uh, and so I developed protocols to try to help this person. But in the meantime, um, a, a, a leader of a foundation for veterans with traumatic brain injury and PTSD came to me and said, Jim, do you know anything about uh, PTSD and traumatic brain injury? I said, yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and they said, well, could you help our soldiers? And I said, I'd love to. That would be a passion for me. And uh, and so now I uh, I see soldiers. I order labs for them. Um, I, uh, I develop treatment plans for them. And testosterone is one of the things that is absolutely critical for them getting better. 
because when the brain has been wrecked around, you know, this traumatic brain injury, um, even just a concussion, it can cause the brain center that controls your testes to make testosterone. That brain center can just stop communicating. And therefore, this here we have a 30-year-old guy who should be in the peak of his life and say he's got a testosterone of a 70-year-old. And so... And and you know, because the brain is, has been disconnected because of the the brain injury, and and these are people who are walking around, you wouldn't know any different, but they have emotional and behavioral problems, and so we get them on testosterone therapy, and and it starts healing their brain because a testosterone is an anti-inflammatory steroid for the brain, and so it calms the brain down to allow it to to heal and regenerate, no and uh, we just think wow. that was impossible. So these soldiers are getting better with that and some of the other things in our protocol to help their brains um, uh, uh, actually and truly regenerate. It's been proven. That's incredible. I've never heard that. You know, you think about testosterone replacement therapy and you think about muscles and and getting jacked and all this stuff. It's such a fallacy. It's just what it does is is it it regenerates, right? It regenerates good muscle tissue. Your cells are functioning better. Your body's more optimized. It allows you to, your digestive system's probably, but you know, everything, it starts clicking. You don't think about necessarily all the mental things that come along, the emotional benefits that can come along with it as well, like you just touched on. Oh, absolutely. And uh, and just the, the idea of, of testosterone also works on neurotransmitters. Uh, for instance, uh, norepinephrine. And if, if I were to give you norepinephrine, you would have energy and focus. And, uh, and that's what we need every day, energy and focus, right? Well, the adrenals put out norepinephrine, but when testosterone goes down, they put out less. And so anyway, when we know that when we, when we have good testosterone levels, men have more energy, they have more drive, they have more interest in hobbies, you know, in other words, not only in work stuff, but also in play stuff, you know, and then also more interest in their girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. Heck, I've had this girlfriend for 43 years and, uh, and I'm telling you, it's uh, <laughs> her hormones are balanced and my hormones are balanced, and it makes us a better couple. Oh, that's beautiful. So what are some of the causes then, Jim, behind that? Besides stress and potentially PTSD, what are some other things that are causing either low test in men or maybe low estrogen in women? Well, on men especially, because, you know, we, we tend to, and, and I'm, I'm get to the professional females who are driven as well, but but driven men are all the time the type A personality. And of course, we go out and we hunt saber tooth tiger all day and all night. We don't ever go back to the cave and relax. And that means that we are putting out incredible amounts of cortisol from the adrenals. And so we're in this hyper cortisol state. And unfortunately, the brain is sensing all these hormone levels and that high cortisol. The brain says, "Wait, wait a second, wait a second. We are under attack." And, uh, and so um, this is too much, this is toxic levels of cortisol. So what does the brain do? The brain says, we need to shut this down. And so it's, since, um, it stops sending signals to the adrenals, to the testes, and therefore levels drop in the body. And so you, that's why you can have a, a 30-something-year-old guy like you who maybe was uh, in a high-stress lifestyle, and, and all of a sudden your testosterone is in the dumper. And uh, and so what are you gonna do? You gonna you gonna quit life? No, you can't do that. I'm not gonna quit life. I mean, I'm I'm gonna continue to be busy and and probably a little stressed. And so I thought I'm gonna optimize my body by giving testosterone and replacing it. 
um, and as naturally as possible. I'm not going to go too high. I'm going to go to a very optimal level and keep it there. I'm going to look out for us guys also produce estrogens. I'm going to make sure my estrogens aren't being too high. Sometimes estradiol will get a little out of range or sometimes estrone, uh, which is actually from DHEA. DHEA is converted through a precursor into estrone, which is another estrogen. And those can get too high. So I've got, to, I've got to look at all the markers and try to say, okay, is this guy balanced? And uh, I had a buddy of mine. He was a um, worked for American Airlines, and he was a one of the senior executive vice, pres- vice presidents. Very stressful job, and uh, and he retired at sixty. His testosterone was four hundred, and he retired and went stress free. I mean, he totally. All he did was just go to the gym and eat right and uh, and start living life normally instead of in this hyper-stress environment. And this guy's testosterone jumped from 400 to 1,000. Wow. That's unheard, and that's unheard of to do that na- you know, naturally, especially at that point in his life. But here I am, 65, and I'm not looking at retirement anytime soon. <laughs> you know, I just went to my dad's 96th birthday, so I'm pretty sure I've got a little longevity ahead of me. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, so court, so you're telling me cortisol is the, is the number one killer? Well, it's just that we live in a stressful society, and we put a lot of pressure on ourselves. And unfortunately, I mean, COVID put pressure on us, um, and so I'm seeing a lot of low testosterone in males that should not have it. You know, I mean, independent of the brain injury guys that I'm seeing. What about uh, same thing for females? Um, females, uh, stress does play a part in theirs, and uh, but one of the biggest things we see is we just see a, a dysfunction um, in in progesterone production because most females that I look at premenopausally, um, they have plenty of estrogen. They just don't have enough progesterone to balance it. We call that estrogen dominance. And uh, and then um, as they hit their 40s, um, most women probably have lost 80% of their progesterone, but their estrogen is still fighting strong. And so it's our job in that stage for women to rebalance their progesterone. So we give them supplemental progesterone. We look at their testosterone levels, and if it's gone low, we'll give them a little extra testosterone. There's a movement right now um, to give women a big, giant dose of testosterone. Um, Instead of uh, taking them up to a a good physiologic level of between 40 and 60, they're taking them up to 250. And uh, and 250 is... I've seen them as high as 400. I've had women in here at 450, which is a man. Wow. And uh, and so I'm a little nervous about some of the, I call it super physiologic dosing. So I always keep in mind, what did nature do for us when we were in our prime? You know, and, uh, and so whenever I'm trying to balance hormones in both females and males, um, I'm looking at, at balancing the hormones um, the way nature would. Does that make sense, Nate? It does. It does. You're trying to keep it where 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 God intended it to be exactly you know, you're, you're mm-hmm. not you're not fighting the science so um, but but when you said before that they're estrogen heavy and their progesterone is not there and they're mm-hmm. they're, they're tipping way to to one side of the scale what what does that do to a woman's body what does that do to them when their estrogen um, well, she's, is too heavy. she's more likely to have anxiety PMS um, heavy periods, um, not sleep as well, oh, and okay. also it, it affects her fertility because a lot mm-hmm. of these gals um, are 
professional gals and they they want to have um have it all they want to have a career they want to have um uh babies and and so anyway when you when you start getting into your 30s and uh, and early 40s progesterone is dropping rapidly on most of these gals and so as it drops um we see the fertility levels dropping as well and so um that's just that's just one consequence besides the quality of life issues and then also um it, it increases the risk of them developing fibroids in their uterus, which oftentimes results in a hysterectomy. Mm. And so when hormones are balanced, matter of fact, the, the textbook for gynecologists in med school um, has a doctor that wrote it, Dr. Spiroff, and he says that a woman can only be optimal if she has a balance of actions of all of her hormones, which means that she has to have her estrogens and her progesterone and her testosterone and her DHEA and her thyroid and cortisol. It all has to be balanced. And if they're balanced, then they're optimal. And so that's what um, integrative pharmacists and integrative um, practitioners do is is try to balance those hormones. Let's shift what, sticking on the females, shifting away from the hormone aspect of it onto mm -hmm. the a little bit more of the skin, anti-aging, the appearance, those kind of things. Let's talk about mm -hmm. the proteins, the collagen. So, yeah, well, go yeah. ahead. Go ahead. Um, I was going to say that um, um, when I was developing uh, some skincare lines, I think the most recent one was one I, I developed quite a few of the products in in uh, Robin McGraw, Dr. Phil's wife, uh, in her uh, Revelations line, and so uh, I've. I also had my own skincare line for a while, and so I understand uh, the physiologic uh, things that happen in the skin in order to create good, healthy, um, um, anti-aging skin, we should say. And one of them is that, that you have these cells called fibroblasts, and fibroblasts are these structures that create collagen, elastin, and also uh, hyaluronic acid. And so collagen, is the pillars that hold the skin up, you know, to keep it from sagging. Um, elastin is what gives the skin that trampoline effect, okay? So it springs back. And then hyaluronic acid, um, when those molecules are secreted into the skin, it holds 60, 60 times its weight in water, which makes the skin nice and, and uh, full and not sunken and sallow. And so when you have the fibroblasts working optimally, then you have the best skin. And of course, antioxidants feed fibroblasts. They, they help protect them. And, uh, and so when we put antioxidants on the skin or take them orally, we're actually slowing aging down. Another thing is, is estrogen is dramatically effective at causing this fibroblast to produce that collagen, elastin, and hyaluronic acid. So matter of fact, we make an anti-aging skin formula um, that actually has um, a, a very um, mild estrogen in it called estriol. Estriol being a, a, a wonderful estrogen for women, and matter of fact, it, but it does not cause breasts um, to form. And so men can safely use it. Matter of fact, it's probably safe for the prostate. It, matter of fact, it probably is, uh, creates a safety environment for the prostate, I should say. But estriol um, is this this mild estrogen that causes those fibroblasts to really kick into gear, so I put it in my aftershave. <laughs> really? Wow. Yeah, and but my wife uses it also for her skin, you know, for her morning and evening moisturizer, you know, um, has the estriol in it, but it also has 
bioactive peptides. And these bioactive peptides either stimulate the fibroblasts to make collagen or elastin or hyaluronic acid. So those are kind of cool things that we use in these skincare lines. That is, that's really cool. So to piggyback off of that, the collagen creams or collagen powders, right? There's there's mm-hmm. collagen powders out there that people use. And there's also maybe more invasive procedures. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm drawing a blank on some of the names, but where there's uh, some kind of injection, right? Into the skin. Mm-hmm. So do, number one, do you, the collagen powders, are they, are they effective? Are they better? Are they safer? No. They're not. Um, no, unfortunately, um, it's a it's a farce, and uh, and I wish it was true, but it isn't. Whether you take collagen orally or whether you rub it on the skin, it isn't going to cause the fibroblasts to do their deal. Okay, and I, and I wish it did. You know, now now you can rub on hyaluronic acid. Um, uh, it's called sodium hyaluronate. It is the form that they normally use. You can rub that on the skin, and it actually does cause the skin to plump up. And so that is one of the true things that really does help topically. But um, but unfortunately, um, taking collagen and either applying it on the skin or taking it orally is not going to make you better. And you know, I and mean, you say the reason is because why? Is it's just because it's it it um your body when you take collagen in your body has to when you take it collagen is just to break down a protein okay right. and so let's just say that you eat a good quality clean protein I mean, like I eat a lot of uh, grass fed beef and free range chicken and wild caught cold water uh, fish okay you know and when you know the right things to eat um then then your body will reward you. When you know that that you want to eat low glycemic index, you know, uh, fruits and vegetables, your body's going to reward you. You know, instead of instead of uh, going into adult infant diabetes and aging faster, and having heart disease and high cholesterol. So, you know, it's interesting that uh, that when you eat the right proteins and you have good digestion, it's going to break those proteins down into those little peptides that the that the skin can use to make collagen and elastin. Okay, but but just just taking collagen capsules is not going to make any difference, and I and I wish it would because I would do it otherwise. Sure, sure, that makes sense. So so a lot of this, Nate, I, I want to interject that that uh, you know these are all things that we we custom make, okay, and I, and I love doing it, and I love helping patients with it, but we're we're kind of at risk right now, you know. We've got some. Uh, uh, government regulatory agencies that are that are trying to put an end to compounding. And why would they want to do that? You know, I think big pharma sees us as a threat. I mean, fully, uh, there's about eight million uh, men and women in America that are using compounded biodynamic hormones right now. And given that eight million patients are using it, that means that about half of patients who are using hormones are using compounds. And so Big Pharma looks at us and goes, oh, these people are competitors, and let's see if we can put them out of business. And, uh, and it's interesting that uh, the, the, the uh, Big Pharma went to the FDA and filed a citizen's petition, I think back in 2007, and said, we want to ban um, estriol. And it was wide pharmaceutical specifically, but it said, we want to ban estriol um, in America. We think it represents a health risk to women of America. Well, it's interesting that that same pharmaceutical company in Europe had two patented products that were selling with estriol in it. So apparently, 
um, it was dangerous for American women, but not dangerous for European women. You know, you see what I'm saying? I mean, mm-hmm. this was about money. It sure. wasn't about care. And uh, and so FDA hired um, NASM, which is National Academies of Science, Engineering, and Medicine, to do a um, study on the, the clinical utility of compounded biological hormones. And uh, I was asked to do a, um, a, a session up there with them. They were um, they said, well, we just want to interview you in front of the panel. Well, it turned out to be a three-hour heated session. This is reminding and, me uh, of like the – this is reminding me the exact same thing that happened in 2020 with hydroxychloroquine and the vaccines. And they didn't want hydroxychloroquine. That's not the – that's not where the money is. So – And then – then they didn't want ivermectin. I mean, ivermectin was proven Correct. in 26 double-blind placebo studies to be incredibly effective. Did you know they had a study in South America at, in a hospital system where they gave um, a thousand patient, a thousand workers in that hospital, they gave them ivermectin, they gave the other thousand um, nothing, and the group that, that had ivermectin had almost no infections in the group that was uh, um, on not on ivermectin had 50% um, infection rate on COVID. I had COVID. And I have to tell you, Jim, I took, before I even knew that it was COVID, I just felt like crap. I was taking Mucinex. And I'm not kidding you. Whatever was in that Mucinex was helping me feel better during the days, during my early COVID, you know, the first five days of COVID. So it's a, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of I wrote white papers on that, Nate, um, on what patients could take, you know, what supplements would be effective, you know, if not only prevent COVID, but also if you do get it, what's going to help you get over it without going into that long haulers syndrome, you know. Absolutely. And you know, one of the things I told them is that if you use um, balanced hormone therapy, you're going to have less risk of getting COVID because you know that that men and women who are on hormones. We've talked about some of the other benefits, but you know they also have a better immune system. I mean, sure. both men and women, we have an immune system that as our as our hormones decline, then Mother Nature says, you know what? We don't need that person around anymore. We're going to call them out of the herd, which means their immune system is going south on you. you know, your heart condition is going south on you. Your bones are going south on you. Your brain is going south. And so when we keep the hormones going it's it's actually kind of like that fountain of youth you know we're slowing down that aging process we can't stop it but man it's nice to slow it down it sure is i want to slow this thing down forever i want to i want to look and feel today like i want to look and feel like i do today in 20 30 years from now and i and, and i say <laughs> well, that and i say that 65 i don't have any aches i don't have any pains um, that's what i'm saying you know, my, my brain is working you know reasonably well for my low iq <laughs> uh, yeah well listen that low iq's done something right everyone should have your low iq to get to where you're at but but let me say this i'm being a whole, i'm being completely sincere when i say in 20 years i want to feel the same way and and the reason i'm saying that is cuz i'm 40 years old today and i feel better than hey, i ever have and not not today. I turned forty like a month or so ago. But you know, I, I've never felt better. I've never felt more energetic. I've never felt more vibrant, more alive. I'm in the best shape in my life, both physically and mentally. And uh, I feel like this is probably just the beginning. You can why, why can't we feel like we do now at sixty sixty five years old? Yeah, I mean before we got into this I mean you know the, the average life expectancy you know 100 years ago was for men was 45 I mean wow. <laughs> you know wow. if you got made 45 you're doing pretty darn good 
you know, and, and here we are, I'm 65, my dad's 96 and, and still putters around and drives and, and does everything. I mean, you know, this guy's an amazing human being. I mean, and, uh, so anyway, we can do it if we just give our bodies the gasoline it needs, uh, to, to stay healthy. Absolutely. And I, I just got kind of like liking it to putting gas in your tank, you know? Yeah. I a hundred percent agree with you. So you, you're doing all these things. Everything that you do is for the betterment of people. You're optimizing people's minds, bodies, souls. You're optimizing their lives. We, we've already got uh, thousands and thousands of patient testimonies um, on compounding.com. Compounding.com is, uh, is a website that we've set up. When I say we, um, my industry, the compounding industry has set up. We have a, an organization called APC, the Alliance for Pharmacy Compounding. And, uh, and I, as a, a compounding pharmacy, am a member of this organization. And, and it basically is trying to protect patient access to these compounds, these critical compounds for their health and for anti-aging and for quality of life. You know, all of that um, is what is our goal is to protect the access, the, the patient choice, and also their doctor's choice because the doctors have to prescribe it and the patients have to use it. And, uh, and so the doctors are, are right with us. You know, they're shoulder to shoulder with us trying to protect access. And you guys, Jim, at, at Las Colinas Pharmacy, are do you customize every type of treatment or are there some that you kind of do general and some that are custom? Well, I mean, we, we do uh, put out, as I said earlier, some prescriptions that are just simply, um, if you want to, take a statin for your cholesterol or if you want to um, take an antibiotic um, we fill those prescriptions but that's only 40% of the prescriptions we fill 60% are actually compounded medications which which tend to be almost uh, all of them are customized for the patient mm. and uh, and we have an incredible range of therapies that we offer to help our patients achieve better quality of life and better health not just in hormones um we we help with pain we help with inflammation we help with brain injury i mean i, I can go on and on and uh, we even help pets i mean you know because there's a lot of medicine there's very few medicines that are available for pets and wow. so we compound a ton of medicines for for the pets of, of america you guys are remi- you guys are reminding me like you know when you're like a little kid and you're mixing up the play-doh and the the juice and the water and the you're trying to create like this magic perfect concoction that's kind of like yeah. what you guys do that in real life every day <laughs> you know, it's actually kind of fun <laughs> my sister my big sisters make fun of me so james the nerd playing with his chemistry set exactly <laughs> that's that's what i mean you know you get to come up with this cool stuff every single day and it actually helps people and, which you is know, but really Nate, the, the the truest the biggest blessing that i have is just seeing these patients do better of course you know? hey before we finish off one thing that i did want to ask you before and we got sidetracked was on the um we were talking about the females and we were talking about anti-aging and the the proteins, the collagen, etc. So, what is your take on this somewhat new phenomenon with this? They call them vampire facials. Um, <laughs> well, I, I have a one. I, I know a little bit about that. By the way. <laughs> um, and what is it? What is it, Jim? Is it PRP or something? One of my patients, uh, they is. 
is a, is actually a uh, she owns a med spa and it's a very she's she's at the tip top of her game. You know she teaches doctors and and others. She's a an what they call estheticians, mm-hmm. but she teaches doctors and I think how to do Botox and how to do fillers and how to do these these uh, lasers and and uh, all that stuff. And so anyway, she came in one day and looked like um, I mean I, I I really thought for sure she'd been in a house fire. <laughs> yes. and, and so I do her hormones for her and then she in turn uh, does a little laser for me she calls it the trophy wife laser uh, once or twice a month <laughs> just as a, a thank you for doing my hormones for me so I know a lot about this and so anyway she had the vampire facial and the, basically they, they laser your face incredibly deeply and, uh, and then they take your blood and uh, and they're supposed to spin out the red blood cells, but some of them leave the red blood cells in there because they don't have a centrifuge to spin it out. And that leaves all the anti-inflammatory agents that are in the serum, and you put it on the skin, and then it's supposed to help um, heal and, and, and activate the fibroblasts to make more collagen and elastin and, and new skin, and everything's going to look great and younger. And uh, and she's here. Here she is, the expert in all the leading therapies. And, and she said, "I will never do that again." <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, and and she said, "I didn't see any additive effect, um, in spite of the fact that it should." Now I can tell you that that we do compound something called autolytic side drops, and uh, and I know that that for instance, my girlfriend. Um, uh, 43 years she's my wife you know by the way well that's um, good that you guys are still dating uh, that's um, she had uh, because she had an early hysterectomy oophorectomy at age 28 I had menopause one of my hands that tends to cause dry eye um, and that also is the reason I became uh, an expert in hormones was just to try to save my girl that's all I was trying to do and so uh, we I heard about this therapy where you you take a person's blood uh, we took her blood we, we spun it down and then we um, took the red blood cells out, and then we mixed it with saline solution, and then put it in little dropper bottles. And she uses uh, uses this in her eyes, and it causes the redness to go away, the dryness, dry eye to go away. Within three days, her eyes were back to normal, and she has some of the most beautiful eyes you've ever seen. And I'm telling you, um, I love looking at those baby blue eyes she has, and there is no redness <laughs> at all anymore, no dry eye. She's not using those those uh, drugs that are that suppress the immune system. She's not using the dry eye drops twelve times a day to try to keep them moist. I mean, she uses this twice a day and it keeps her eyes perfect. What's the thought about the blood going into the skin, taking the blood from the body and putting it back into the face? That's supposed to regenerate tissue, or what is that? No, it's an anti-inflammatory, mm-hmm. and and when you have an anti-inflammatory, you know you're not, you're going to um, remove one of the barriers to healing. Um, anytime you have inflammation, it's it's a barrier to healing. And so when you remove inflammation, because inflammation is a is a warning to us, hey, you know, you got a problem here. Whether you inflame your knee, you know, it's hey, hey, you got a sprained knee, give it a break. You know, allow this thing to heal. Right. And uh, so when you have inflammation in the skin and you use an anti-inflammatory like that that the vampire uh, solution then the, the goal is is to reduce inflammation and to encourage faster healing got it got it got it well this is fascinating stuff i mean we can go on for hours i feel like there's so many different ways to go there's so many different compounds and potions for lack of a better term that you get to deal with on a day-to-day basis 
Uh, for anyone interested in connecting with you, it's it's LasColinasPharmacy.com. We'll link you in the show notes. Anywhere else online, social media that you uh, uh, like I, to I sure hope that people will, um, if they have a story to tell about compounding, that they'll go on to compounding.com and, uh, and put in a testimonial because those testimonials are what we use in Congress. Hey, uh, listen, Jim, thank you very much. This is a pleasure talking to you. Uh, I, I, my brain is a little tired from all of the chemistry talk. I was never a good I was never a good chemistry student, but um, this was fascinating and uh, wishing you continued successes. Hey, and Nate, thanks for what you do. Um, you know, you're helping people tremendously, and uh, people want to feel better and look better, feel more optimal. And thanks for the job you're doing.